We in the office. There's a price you pay for the game you play. Oh! We in the office. Oh! Hey, what is going on, everybody? Good morning. Welcome back to Say How You Feel. Buenos dias, buenos dias. Welcome back. Glad to glad that y'all came back to sit and chill with us a little bit. Hopefully you got your coffee and everything ready. You know what? I, I'm really digging like these morning releases. Like I, I, I fucks mm. with it. It's nice. It's nice and easy. It's smooth. Everybody's flowing. We up. We're lively. Right. Hell yeah. And what better way to start off your day than listening to us talk some shit, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Today we're going to be talking about something that's more positive in a sense, right? I got you. I got you. I can dig it. We're talking about generational differences. Were, were. And so essentially what you want to kick in on today from what I'm picking up is just um, just a difference, you know, between, you know, us, our parents, their parents, like that type. Absolutely. You know, right. yeah, we're going to definitely dive into it. And it also breaking generational curses. Right. And how oh, yeah. all that fucking trauma gets projected onto us. And we're here to do and we have to deal with it. Right. We're here to deal with it when we're talking about all that. But all right, so let's hop into it, bro. Let's get to it. So, yo, listen, there is no surprise that there is a significant difference when it comes to uh, previous generations or older generations and today, right? When it comes to uh, sensitivity, when it comes to art, when it comes to, you know, things that you say uh, a lot, I feel like as of now, things are completely different. Like just last night, I was watching Step Brothers and I'm just like, a lot of this shit would not fly, right? in a movie today, which is so unfortunate because it's it's silly, it's funny, but it's like, it's offensive. That shit wasn't even 10 years ago. I know. And that's uh, well, yeah, it was, I think it was 2008. So it's been a little bit more than 10 years, but that's crazy how much it's changed in a decade. And it's unfortunate because I feel like through that, uh, art is lost and a lot of other things get lost too, you know? And people can't really be themselves. They have to walk on eggshells, which is one of the mm -hmm. reasons why this show is called say how you feel say how right? you feel yeah that's right i mean you can say how you feel that doesn't mean you have to say it in an ignorant way it doesn't mean you have to say it to be fucked up or offensive but you know at least you're conveying how you feel i don't want to say adequately but like how you feel <laughs> in, a, in a certain way if that makes sense and what you talking about you know the the art thing you know that's one reason why i really hopped into the stand-up comedy thing on my own. You know what I'm saying? That's one reason why, because we have the platform to say how you feel. But there is no place that I say it more how I feel than on stage. As Dave said, you know, this is the last frontier, you know? So you, it's, this is where you should be edgy. This is where you should say exactly how you feel, say some shit that might get somebody upset because this is the only place that you can do that now. And it, in most cases, you can't even do that because if the wrong person hear it, now you got to fucking deal with that shit, Thanks. you know? So it's just like, I, I don't know, man. I'm this, this whole sensitive ass pussified generation <laughs> of, you know, you remember we came up, sticks and stones may break my bones, but words never hurt me. Now words are literal physical assault. <laughs> like, <laughs> well, I'm out here getting beat up because of words, bro, or shooting up schools, whichever one. Beat the shit out of somebody with your words. Facts. All right, Emotional well, trauma. <laughs> the fuck up. So let's talk about it, right? Okay. So now that we're we're hitting it, we're we're already getting on one point. But let's talk about bullying and like emotional trauma and all these other things that are going on, right? So yeah. back in the day, you know, someone was bullying you or someone was, um, you know, saying, saying hurtful shit or saying fucked up jokes, right? You kind of just roll with the punches and then you either 
A, you go home and practice some fire, right? Or B, you're going to sit there and continue to be someone's verbal punching bag, right? Yeah. Nowadays, a little bit different, bro. Nowadays, you bring a gun to school and you shoot the fucking school up. And it's it's crazy to me. Like, I started looking at the school shootings from uh, from the very first incident. Well, one of the biggest ones that we had besides Columbine was Sandy Hook. And from there, it just went downhill. But Sandy downhill. Hook was some crazy motherfucker. That wasn't a, a kid that did that. That was an adult that went into that school and shot that school up. I know. However. So, you, you know, but like, like so... When we talk about the whole bullying <laughs> and, uh, you know, going home and coming up with some fire, like me coming up, my family were my biggest bullies. You know what I'm saying? Like my older cousins, all they did was talk shit. It's all they did. And then I went to school and I was in a predominantly black school and I was the lightest thing. In that school, mellow yellow, like I done heard all of that shit. Oh, you glow in the dark. I heard all of that shit. So like I had to have firepower thick behind skin my too. words. Yeah, yeah, thick skin, you know. But mm -hmm. it was like that's where I started to develop. That's where I started sharpening the tongue, mm -hmm. you know, coming up. And I can't imagine, you know, having social media at that time. Oh my god. You know, what you would have seen on social media. So it's like with with these kids nowadays, it's like they take with people nowadays they take everything so personal everything is so it's they make a a mountain out of a molehill you know just because mm -hmm. somebody said you was ugly or you was fat now all of a sudden you know everybody thinks you're ugly or you fat now now you can't even see yourself the same in a mirror and i know that you know body dysmorphia and shit like that you know is something that has always plagued us as a society you know you had right. the anorexia craze back in the day people being bulimic and shit yeah but you know, that I feel like that all plays into um, with people's self-image and, you know, having the uh, the fortitude to the emotional fortitude to make it through that shit and say, you know, hey, that's just what one person think. And, you know, well, fuck you. You ain't perfect. You know, well, what shit you got going on? You know, facts. And, and let's that's talk about that you, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> and that's where that shit comes from. That's exactly what I was going to hit on. It's like, yo. All that shit, to me, it sounds like it was just passed on, right? From your cousins, maybe your aunts and uncles doing the same shit to them, or like your father, whoever whoever was involved. It's like that shit became the norm because it was passed down, right? And most mm -hmm. people that are picking on people and, you know, being bullies have insecurities of their own going on, right? Mm -hmm. And on this episode, let's make it very clear. Like we're going to be bouncing around. It almost sounds like we may be hypocritical in some sense, but <laughs> hey, and the reason why I say that is because I mean, here we're talking about having tough skin and and being able to get through it. But then we're also on the same aspect. We're also talking about, you know, people reacting to that stuff and being sensitive. So it's like, do I think that as a society, bullying is, is acceptable? Absolutely not. Right. And, you know, but I don't ever think that someone should take it to the point where they feel like I can't I can't move on. or I can't live on because someone said these things to me. Yeah, and I think that's where that disconnect comes in. So I'm going to be bouncing around a little bit, but please please keep up with us right but yeah man definitely i mean i'm seeing a lot of i'm seeing a lot of stuff where you know like you said people taking shit personal and it's having it's having serious effects on them like i remember back in the day somebody was like oh you fucking four-eyed fuck or whatever the fuck you look like jordan from fucking bernie mac i used to get that shit a lot <laughs> bro i used to get that shit a lot and you think hey. i used to trip over it nah man if you anything i was like i could see it fuck you <laughs> bro 
bro it is what it is like i wasn't even tripping i was like you know what fuck it and the shit was funny don't get me wrong the shit was funny like i was laughing too sometimes but it's like as i got older i'm like look man well your feet are too damn big or your nose don't match your face you smell musty like i just you gotta come with that firepower you gotta have thick skin because the real world doesn't give a fuck well now they do yeah now they (laughs) now they do yeah back then they didn't yeah and that's you know that's the one thing of like you know like raising your kids in this current climate somebody called my baby a karen the other day for real and yeah but i know why i know why why. because she always getting into somebody else's fucking business like mind your business Mm. worry about yourself you don't got a tattletale on everything so what this little boy cussed out on the playground so the fuck what was he cussing at you did you just overhear him cussing and now you had to go tell the teacher that you heard somebody cursing like that's some karen ass shit so i get it i understand it's okay but you know also it's like i know how sharp her tongue can be yes you know if she really want to cut a motherfucker down she could cut him down so it's Mm -hmm. like it's uh that's one of those things with great power comes great responsibility when you can be eloquent when you are a an artist with your linguistics you mm. gotta you gotta pick and choose your battles and you also gotta pick and choose your what what weapons you're gonna use Facts. so you know that's something that I, I want to try to prepare her for because she is a pretty girl and she's gonna have a lot of haters you know because of her Facts. personality and whatnot and i just don't want society to put her into a box or to back her into a corner i want her to be able to fend for herself verbally emotionally physically how do you go about doing that you know especially in this current climate where words can mean so much you can say the wrong thing to the wrong person and next thing you know they're ready to shoot up school facts and and that's the thing and honestly as as time progresses we're just gonna have to adapt and that's one thing that people i think fail to realize as they get older is like they fail to adapt like older people feel like i fuck that i'm not changing this is like they're stuck in their ways but mm-hmm. if you look at any successful business, any successful organization that can thrive throughout the times, they've had to adapt. They've had to change. They've had to change. Yeah. And that's the thing. And then keeping fresh blood in it, it really does. It really does help make things better. However, the sensitivity part of society is really like one that I'm, uh, I don't know. And I guess I have to adapt as well. But I feel like shit was funnier back then, man. Yeah, shit was man. funnier. It like, was easier to laugh back then. You, know, you didn't have so much judgment. It was uh, everything wasn't one thing that I've noticed, like when as you know, somebody who's hopped into this stand up game, a student of the game now at this point, because I've been working, it's like I see current stand up specials and everybody's conscious. Everybody has this political commentary. And it's just like, bro, you can talk about some, you can talk about farts, bro. Like, it's OK. You can talk about some goofy shit if you want to. You know, really? not, not everything has to be so serious as talking on race or politics. Like, I don't want to hear that shit all the fucking time. Sometimes I, I want to hear some lighthearted shit, you know? Right. Or some dick jokes or whatever the fuck. Or some whatever dick you, jokes. Whatever the fuck it is. But that's the thing, man. People want to keep up with current times. They want to stay in that bubble. But you can't. You can't. And especially when it comes to, like, content and art. Because then yeah. it's like, it's not it's not a freedom of expression. It's more, this shit is censored. And that's, I don't know. But, again, as we're talking about change and standing up for ourselves, it's like, it's not all bad. All of it's not bad. And I guess as society we can't pick and choose what we want to be even though we do i guess we can't choose well this is acceptable but this isn't you kind of got to take it all like you got to take the change and and people like one thing i'm big on right now and what i'm trying to get at is like breaking generational curses it's huge 
is huge in toxic ass families, right? Mm -hmm. If there's a if there's if there's something toxic that's going on in your family, and you're like, you know what, I'm tired of this shit, and you stand up, right? And you go you go against your whole family to stand on that to stand on that hill and prove like, yo, I'm tired of this type of behavior, and I, I will no longer accept it in my life. That shit is huge. And sometimes it takes your whole family a while to catch on and be like, you know what? You're right. You know but you are demonized for taking that step. You know, you're the bad guy for taking that step every time. Absolutely. Especially like a good example was in a West Indian family. I seen something where, you know, this woman was talking about how younger generations are not tolerating the disrespect from their family. Right. And they're standing up and they're letting them know, like, yo, I don't like what you said. And what you're doing is toxic and it's coming off as, as being disrespectful. But truthfully, it's like, nah, like you're fucked up and I don't want that shit around me. And people feel some type of way about it because they've been they've been like that for so long. And we even talked about it, you know, last week, like people don't get a pass to continually disrespect you, especially family. So yeah. you taking that first step and being like, yo, listen, I'm not tolerating it. Like that is huge. And it's like, especially if, you know, you got kids now, you know, when you raising kids, like you don't want to subject your kids to the same trauma that you went through because of these same family members who haven't changed because everybody has let them do what the fuck they want to do, making it seem like it's okay and justify their actions to go, well, you, you know how Uncle John is like, no, like, fuck Uncle John. Uncle John ain't did shit for me, but shit fucking scar me for life. So fuck him. Facts. So it's like another thing that I was thinking of was how now. Uh, the one thing I can say about this generation and the times that we're living in is how in tune we are emotionally. We have the tools to really, it's it's okay to talk about mental health. When back in the day, it was more right. taboo. Even while we were in the military, it was taboo to talk about your mental health. And that was just a couple of years ago, where it's like, right. if you went if you went to mental health, now everybody, oh, this motherfucker's schizo, oh, he crazy, oh, he's suicidal. Like, no, maybe a nigga just stressed, bitch. Like, <laughs> maybe I just want to talk right. to somebody. So now when you have that, you have that mental health aspect of things. Mm-hmm. I, I look at it like the older generation looks at it like, well, you don't want people to think that you're crazy. You don't want people to judge you because you know about, well, because you, you can see the signs of your mental health. When they just ignored it or they buried it with earthly pleasures, such as drinking, drugs, yes. cheating, doing yes. whatever the fuck they wanted to do to hide that hurt instead Facts. of facing their emotions. I even tell you one, like it is, a, it is a statistical fact that in the black community, mental health has been pushed down so far down in the subconscious. Like a lot of the behaviors and shit that we see today is from mental, is from uh, mental health issues. You know what I'm saying? What from you mean? addictions. I'm talking like you just said from the addictions, from um, coping with um, with the behavioral issues, all that stuff stems from mental health issues, bro. And, and I'm talking about low income poverty areas of people of color. Mm-hmm. All that shit stems from mental health issues, but it's a, it's such so taboo. It's a, it, it's against. Are you going to go see a, a, a doctor, a therapist? Are you crazy? Like that's the type of stigma around it. When in actuality. You going to go talk to somebody, you going to get help or going to get evaluated does not mean that, you know, you're something's wrong with you. In fact, it's acknowledging, hey, like maybe I can do better. I want to be better. So let me go ahead and see if this individual can help me. It's insane how as a, as a culture and as people, uh, how mental health is viewed in the black community and as communities of color, period. Yeah, yes. I think um, me and you, as a matter of fact, you know, we mm-hmm. 
say we we chopping it up or you hit me up like man i'm going through it especially if we were closer you know one of the first things we would say is all right bro well, let, let's go get a drink facts you know let's let's go get a drink and the one thing that you know we can say is that uh these substances do kind of make it easier to to come out of your show or make it you know they they kind of lubricate your feelings for you you know i'm just saying so they do. Like, <laughs> i'm just soften you up get you all nice i'm like all right this motherfucker's ready to talk let's talk some shit let's talk yeah, about it go ahead go ahead you got, got him soggy yep. but um you know so that's I, I i see i can see the appeal but you know the the big thing is using it as a crutch or becoming too dependent on it or right. using that like you said to cope that's those substances or those behaviors. And that's one thing that, you know, I feel like I would love for us to break out of as a culture, as a people, as a society. But -hmm. at the same time, it's like, what do you replace that with? How do you break that? Mm -hmm. Uh, Another big thing too, is everything that's changing now when it comes to like people portraying same-sex marriages or like any type of thing that has to do with, I want to say homosexuality because it just sounds very like harsh, but that in itself i feel like the older generation is not ready to accept that is something they're not ready to accept yeah and they they definitely 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 especially from like what i'm seeing it's like there's a select few that understand it's like hey you love who you love who cares and then it's like a majority of them are just like nah no and it is what it is eventually as a society it's you know it's acceptable like you can love and care who you want to care about and that is no problem but I feel like the older generation is just projecting how they feel onto, onto, you know, younger generations. And there's a huge confliction. You know, there's, it's not a, it's not a surprise where people were afraid to come out for good yeah. reasons too. Yeah. Cause they would be judged. Yes. And that's the, the big thing is like, I can say, we can say on one hand, we need to care about people, but on the other hand, we can say we need to worry about our fucking selves. It's like you you can care about somebody and, you know, for them as a person to right. say, you know, you wish them health and you wish them happiness. But you can also say, you know, you need to worry about your fucking self. And however that person chooses to be happy is their prerogative. It ain't got nothing to do with you. Right. You know, that same type of marriage. How is that hurting you? How is that affecting you? Why do you care so much? Right. What does that do for you? Because you just want to be in control because God says God said. Yeah. <laughs> God also said don't eat shrimp. Look at your ass and join the crab boil. You know what I'm just saying? Like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Nah, yeah. And it, that's that's the thing. It's like I, we're it's always a fucking hypocrisy. That's one of the biggest things I'm realizing as I get older. Like this nation and most other nations are just founded on hypocrisy. It's like someone saying, This is what the fuck we're, we're gonna do, and this is what the fuck we're not gonna do. And it's like, why? As human beings, we're one of the most complex creatures on this planet, next to aliens. But <laughs> we're not going to talk about that. But as you know, as human beings, we're very complex. We're super complex, right? You can't put us in a box. You cannot uh, mold us to be one way. We a think it can be hot and cold at the same time. <laughs> yes. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Like, we're different. We're just built different, bro. And like we talked about when you try to control people you try to tell them they can't do x y and z it's never going to work and that is why we're going to have issues and we still have these issues but i mean i feel like it's a plus and a minus where we're headed as a society i feel like we're getting better when it comes to certain things um more aware of certain things but i still feel that you know certain things are um, projected onto us and it's really just like trauma from past generations. 
I really want to leave this country. You know what, man? Somebody asked me last night, yo, do you, would you want to stay in America? I was like, nah, I don't. I'm sorry. I'm not yeah, going to tell you guys just, where I want to live, but I would. Yeah. It's just something, man. It's it's like, uh, I, I don't see things getting better here before they get worse. But again, that's top for a different day. What we're talking about here is generational differences. Another thing that I noticed was the, the industry. You know, the the way we work now, uh, the people, the way people recognize their value yep. now. Motherfuckers so quick to quit a job nowadays. Like, they go, yep. fuck, like, fuck I you know. and this job. I like it. <laughs> and, you know, back in the day when we had so much industry, uh, you know, so many different opportunities of manual labor, you know, it was like a motherfucker was like, nah, that's a good job. You got to go out there. You got to do what you got to do. You got to tough it out, work them yep. 16, 17 hour shifts. But now it's like, man, fuck that job. I'm worth my time is worth more than money facts so uh, that's one thing that i love about you know the the way our society is headed is the fact that like people and companies industries are starting to look at people or they have to look at people mm -hmm. now more as people rather than expendable machines right exactly exactly and i love it like that's i, I love the fact that more people are quitting their jobs and more people are like, I'm gonna get this skill, I'm gonna be independent and I'm gonna do X, Y, and Z. Because as, as a society, right, it's also for one thing, right? If those companies or businesses want people, they're gonna have to pay them accordingly. And that's fair. There's no reason a person would give, they spend more time at your place of business or their place of work more than with their family and they're not being compensated for it, right? Yeah. One of the biggest things I, I, I the biggest organizations that I feel should get more money is uh policing bro like those police officers should be well compensated for all that they do as well as firefighters emts nurses teachers all that teachers, teachers are the biggest being ones. a teacher should be a six-figure salary period facts because Talk if you them. think about it teachers are one of the most integral parts of our society your yes. teachers spend more time with kids than parents do hallelujah <laughs> So preach, bro. You know, preach. for some for somebody to have all of this and deal with so many kids at one time, you know, yes. and have to come out of their pocket to to provide for these mm -hmm. kids rather than us doing it, rather than you know, society doing it, or the fact that like kids have to pay for school lunches when you right. can go to prison and you get three square meals a day, a hot and a cot, and you know what I'm saying, a hot meal yep. and a cot, like and I gotta pay for my kids to eat. Like what well, make that make sense, bro? It's just like it's there's so many so many fucked up things in the society bro where it's just like it doesn't make sense and what, what fact, the fact that we all know it like why hasn't anything changed you know what i'm glad you brought up teachers there's two points that i definitely want to touch on when it comes to teachers and education well for one you know i have a lot of friends or i have a couple of friends that are teachers and like this the horror stories that i hear on a day-to-day -day basis on what they go through you know, especially with dealing with these the newer generation of of kids and like these little disrespectful bastards. You know, we, well, the thing is, right? We're saying it's disrespectful, but these kids are more in tune with their feelings, right? And it sounds crazy, right? But as they get older and and they the curriculum changes, right? They become smarter, and they it we can say it's disrespectful, but if they're if they're telling you, you know, how they feel and why they feel. That is a complete difference from when we were growing up, where it's just like you go, you go to school, you sit down, you listen. Right mm -hmm. now, it's like they're asking questions. They want to know why, what makes this shit work, what makes it tick and so on and so forth. But then on the flip side, they also have a lack of respect to a certain degree for the older generations, for, for adults. 
right? So it's like with more information they have, they feel like they don't have to listen to an adult, which is insane. Yeah. But back to the whole teacher's point, like but real I quick, real quick before we move agree. on to before we move on, mm-hmm. the one yeah. thing that I you know was thinking about when you were saying that was the difference in self entitlement as well. You know, these kids are so self-entitled to the fact that, like, they are the most important thing on the planet. Their opinion matters. And your opinion does matter. But just because you have an opinion does not give you the right to be disrespectful. You know what I'm saying? Just because you you have all of this knowledge at your fingertips, you don't have to read a book to get it. That does not mean that you're the smartest person on the planet. So sit the fuck down and listen. Like, uh, (laughs) I'm so so sick of kids, bro. I'm so sick of kids. I ain't talking about my kids, but just kids in general. You see these kids, they're so disrespectful, bro. You see these different videos online of kids walking out of class or smacking teachers or, you know, like we was disrespectful too. Like, don't get it fucked up. Like we, you know what I'm saying? I didn't, I didn't give a a substitute teacher a hard time, you know, in my day, but not to the degree that these kids do it. Yeah. Putting your hands on teachers. No, that's an easy way to get fucked up. I'm being honest. Hell yeah. By the class. (laughs) Yes. Facts. But like I'm saying, when it comes back, so back to when it comes to money and funding for teachers, like there's a significant shortage. And those who are sticking it out and and answering that call to be in that classroom and find different ways to teach these kids, because that's, that's a whole other issue too. They're learning different. And when they're learning different, it, it's it's harder. Like you have to adapt. And I really feel for teachers, bro. If anything, they should be bumped up to the list before anything else, mm-hmm. you know? And then going, coming back to class from COVID, it's like, shit. Like when can they catch a break, you know? But mm-hmm. shout out to the motherfucking teachers that's holding it down day to day. Shout Facts. out. Facts, facts. You know, even, and through all that student debt that, you know, you got to pay back, like at the very least for teachers, they, their college should at least be paid for if you chose to, you know, go that route. Like if you chose that career path, like it's just, we do, we do teachers so dirty, bro. When it's like, how, like how, how can you justify that? You know, how can you justify a teacher making less than $50,000 a year and having to go out and spend money on supplies for a class? Facts. You can't justify that shit. That don't make sense. It doesn't. Not at all. Not at all. And it's one of the most important things that need to be instilled into children right learning understanding how to learn and be better that is the goal so you fucking them up from school you're fucking them up at that level just imagine when they become adults what's gonna happen facts crazy fucking crazy but yeah generational differences i feel like technology which is a great gift to society an amazing Mm -hmm. part of society but i feel like it has also weakened and pacified us you know like you remember how numbers you used to remember as a kid Yes. How many different phone numbers, how many different addresses you used to be able to, you know, recall. I have two numbers literally right now that I remember the rest of them. I got to go to my phone. You know, I I get in the car to go someplace. And for some reason, I pull up my GPS. I know where the fuck I'm going. Why is my GPS on? You know, (laughs) it's like it's it's, that shit has weakened us. I feel like we're so dependent on technology now because it's so it's so accessible to us. I mean, now, well, for me, I'm going to be honest, because I, I started realizing that shit, too. I'm like, yo, phone numbers is a little bit different. Right. But when it comes to like uh, driving somewhere, I typically start to remember, like, all right, let me try to see how far I can go before I get lost. And most times, bro, I do pretty well, especially if I've driven that route before. If I know, if, you know, if it's in New York City, then I'm straight because it's the city, bro. I live here. But if I'm going somewhere else, I'll probably like map this shit out of my head or map it out real quick and then see how far I can go before I'm like, all right, let me cut this GPS on. Mm-hmm. But it's reading a map 
non-existent non-fucking-existent reading a map is non-existent mm. people don't do that shit no more hell you don't no. have to. when the last time you seen somebody pull out one of them fucking them pamphlets <laughs> never <laughs> never never and if you do some shit like that you're like what the fuck is wrong with what you, the weird? fuck is wrong with this motherfucker <laughs> it's weird ass nigga. who carries a physical map anymore you all right this nigga Facts. columbus now <laughs> He's <laughs> got jokes, <laughs> bro. It's true. And another thing that um, another thing that I wanted to bring up too, I seen some shit with this guy. It was like an older man talking, and he was like, um, his father. I don't know. I don't know if you seen it, but he's like, oh, my father, my grandfather walked ten miles to school. My father walked one mile to school. I took the bus, and then my son will be driving, and my great grandson will be driving, and then like my great great grandson will be walking again, right? Did mm-hmm. you see that? Like that's exactly that shit in itself. Like weak time. Uh, sorry, some yeah, strong. Yep, yeah, I, yeah, I got you. Hard times yeah. make for strong men. That's right. Strong men make for easy times. Thank you for Easy out, times bro. make for weak men. Weak that's men to make for hard times. That's right. Thank you for that's helping me out. There. That's no right. problem, man. Teamwork make the dream work, baby. That's right. So <laughs> it's true, and I feel like that is where we are as a society. That's where we are. We're like right there where it's like, oh, weak times. Some strong shit's about to happen. Some shit, some rough shit's about to happen where things are going to switch up a little bit. You know? Yeah. You the, can the times see are it. definitely going to get harder. Yeah, you could. Exactly. And with this COVID thing, it definitely kind of was a catalyst to the hard times because you can see the difference in you see the difference in industry like we spoke about earlier. But you can also see the difference in production, you know, how these people who have you know so much self-entitlement and can walk off of a job now it's making it so these truck drivers that we used to have that had to slave away fucking 18 hours a day to transport mm-hmm. they like fuck you and that truck like i'm not driving that shit for mm-hmm. what you know so now we got a surplus of cargo sitting around because nobody's there to deliver it so it's like you can see where the hard times uh somebody just i just saw some shit i follow a bunch of conspiracy pages um and uh, the 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 major thing that I'm seeing here is that be prepared for a cold winter. Mm. It's going to be a cold winter. And then you see, you go to the grocery store and prices is up. Gas prices are up. Minimum wage is still where it's supposed to. You know what I'm saying? It's like the, mm-hmm. the, the inflation is crazy, but nobody's paying more, you know? So you mm-hmm. got to, you, you, you have more cash that you have to output, but you don't have more cash coming in. Right. So and what does that lead to? Crime, influx, desperation, desperation. But that's a whole. I I feel like that itself is a topic, uh, is a different topic of discussion. But it's true, and you got to pay attention to those things. And we cannot blame just one person for that either. Fact. You can't. You cannot blame one person, Byron. (laughs) But you know who you can blame. But one, like keeping a stack, one one uh, organization that you can blame is Mm. United States government. Facts. The way we are looked at throughout the world. Yes. Did you know that it's fucking feed the hungry commercials in different countries for the United States? Did you know that? No, I did not. Nigga. Russia has a feed the hungry commercial for America. I think Switzerland got a feed the hungry commercial for America. Like they sit next to a little kid that just came out of a fucking convenience store. Like it's they have feed the hungry commercials in other countries for our country. And we are supposed to be one of the richest countries, you know, we, we, the American dream, you know, the land of milk Get and honey. Fuck I swear here. to God, I'm gonna tag you in it on TikTok. Um, but they have the way the world looks at us is crazy 
when we feel as though we're a superpower, we're taught we're a superpower, nigga, we are the fire nation from Avatar. Right, right. Like, keeping it a stack. Yes. You know, we, we're taught yes. that we're the greatest. You know, we taught that we're supposed to be helping everybody else. We're the world police. But at the end of the day, bro, we, this country is horrible. We ain't got our shit together. We ain't got our shit together, but we're trying to help other motherfuckers get their shit together. Make that make sense. Facts. And I, I even do you one better. They always say, like, if you want to know what's going on in your country, turn the news on in a different country. Yep. If, that's that's the truest thing I've ever seen when it comes to anything, because they're not going to put out what's going on. But other countries will. Other countries definitely will. And yeah, we're looked at as a fucking mockery, bro. Sorry. That's what it is. Right. Especially when it comes down to like these race issues, when it comes down to any t- the, the whole divide in itself. I'm telling you, the other countries looking at us like, what the fuck is going on with America? Facts. What's going on in America? Also, look at the immigration. Uh, look at immigration in itself, not just from the borders, but look at immigration from other countries. People coming into America to, for uh, for a better way of living. I guarantee you that number has dropped drastically. I'm not talking about people coming from from the borders. I'm talking about people coming in from other countries. Like yeah, from Europe. other from, yeah, exactly. I would yep. say from the Switzerlands and the Frances. Uh, right. You know those. Those type of countries, they, they people not migrating over here, cause why mm-hmm. migrate over here when things are so good where you at? You know, I mean, they say it's it's more dangerous here than it is anywhere else. Isn't it? Isn't America? Isn't like America on the fucking top ten dangerous countries to visit? I have no clue, but like I said, yes. I, I know I know it's a shithole. I'm gonna tell you that it's a shithole. We don't care about people here. You charge them motherfuckers for medicine. You know what I'm saying? And that's another thing. And now we now we on a tangent. All right, here we go. Boom. Conspiracy <laughs> time. How the fuck you make the vaccine free? Oh, here if we go. The vaccine did, if the vaccine did anything good for you, you think Hold they on. can give you this shit for free? You promise they charge for insulin, nigga. They charge for insulin, my nigga. Like, come bro, on, bro. You you promised we wasn't gonna do this, and we're doing this. You said we was man, not we started gonna do talking. this, bro. I'm sorry. All right, no, we can cut all promise, of this. Shit. I, we can cut all of this. No, shit. this is staying, but we promised we wasn't gonna do this. Okay, we promised. <laughs> you fucking broke your promise. I'm sorry. We're not man. talking about this vaccine. Apologize to the listeners. <laughs> apologize to them. <laughs> <laughs> nigga, nigga so we're not doing shit. Just say <laughs> how you feel. Just I say, say how you feel. feel. Goddamn, fuck what y'all talking drop. about. Nigga, That's how I feel about it. I'm gonna leave it alone, though. I'm gonna leave it alone. Right. I, like I okay. said, I ain't trying to be a conspiracy theorist, but but it's just this this country, bro. It's a mm-hmm. it's a sick and twisted place, and the things that they have done are despicable. Okay, well, listen, and to tie it all back in to generational differences. Can we say, is it safe to say that the fucking twisted stuff they have done in the past has maybe, let's say, dwindled down or is different today? It's not as bad. Can we say that? When you say the past, how far in the past are you talking? (laughs) It's true. You know what I'm Uh saying? Like, come on, dog. Like, my great grandfather was 90 years old, bro. He's seen some of this shit. He lived through some of this shit. He is a direct descendant of slaves. And it was the sharecropper Mm -hmm. at one point in time. So it's like, like, he that's just a generation ago two generations ago sooner yeah two generations ago you know what i'm saying like it's yeah come on bro that's what i'm saying i don't it's for anybody to be weary about anything when it comes to this government you cannot blame them because they have showed you their hand how many time times? and time again yes how many times have they showed you yes even within the past few years bro you know what i'm saying the past mm-hmm. 
two decades. How how have they showed you that they will fuck you over right in front of your face? The never ending war that we in right now. Who the fuck got? Why the fuck are we even there? For what? Facts. So it's like, that's why, you know what I'm saying? Like the generational difference is the one thing that ain't going to change from generation to generation is how this government going to fuck his people. Mm-hmm. Period. Mm. And I can Mike leave drop. on that note. God damn it. I can <laughs> leave on that note. I ain't got shit. Upset. He said, I'm out. Fuck that shit. I'm out. <laughs> fuck this shit. I'm out. Nah. Mm-hmm. Like, it's true, though. <laughs> it's true, though. It's fucking true. You're right. That's the one thing that's not going to change. That's the one thing that's not going to change. Unless I, can, I, I feel like I'm gonna see some black suits knocking on my door anytime now. I got that. <laughs> Mr. Moore, come with us. Think about to get a text from the FBI. We got him. Got we him. got him. I was waiting for okay. you to fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> Nigga driving to work and shit. You see a black car following you. Like, what the fuck is going on? Oh man. I mean, caddies pull up, bro. Just shoot me a text. Shoot me a text, bro. I'm gonna know what happened. Fuck that. I'm nah. going live. I got rounds. <laughs> I got ammo. I got ammo. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, my God. Anyway, moving on. Right. So to close out, to close out, man, um, like I said, the, when it comes to society and it comes to like us changing and having these differences, whether it's like money, whether, whether it's emotions, whether it's, you know, mental or how we're taught, how we're raised there's definitely a change on the rise. And unfortunately, with that change, there's going to be some things that are not so great, which is like censorship and sensitivity. But again, I guess we kind of got to, we kind of all have to adapt, right? And I know, man, it sounds crazy, but it's true. That's the way I'm looking at it. Instead of adapt, you can adapt to certain things, you know what I'm saying? Some things are just right to adapt to when it comes to change, you know, and Mm -hmm. that, that aspect of things, I would think more so is, you know, when you see the way that, society is changing and what's more acceptable sometimes you have to accept that but when it comes to censorship when it comes to you saying uh, your your thinking Mm -hmm. never let them take your thinking away from you fuck that i agree stay how you feel god damn it if somebody's offended fuck them keep it moving facts and freedom of speech applies to everybody i say from everybody to farrakhan to the neo-nazis say it how the fuck you feel it is Facts. what it is. Whoever don't like it, don't like it. But don't let them take your voice from you. You should always have a voice. I agree. Shit, all I want, man, is another show like The Office. That's all I want. That's all I want. I want good shows. I want quality shit where it's like motherfuckers could just laugh. If you play The Office now, bro, like watching some of that shit back in the day, like I'm always watching that shit. But when you watch it, it's like, bro, this shit is so funny. And it's just jokes, right? It's just jokes. It's just, but is it just jokes? Yes, it's just jokes, but is it? <laughs> man, but the, I don't know. George man. Jefferson was calling white people honkies on TV. I know. Like, <laughs> let's, let's get back to that. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> yo, I mean, this shit was funny, though. Like, it's funny. It's just it's words. Just, it's just, it's words. just words. I hear the N-word now, and it's like, it is what it is. Okay? Like, that's true, good bro. job. I don't even get mad. Yo, <laughs> go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> no, go ahead. You got it. I was at I was at this uh, that event that um that I had posted that Rebel event that I went to for you know creators and promoters and shit. By the way, 
fucking fantastic event. It was all inclusive, open bar, free like gourmet food. She was amazing. Anyway, I'm there and there was um I'm walking through the crowd and there was this group of um white dudes, and one of the guys leans over. He's like six four, bro, big. He looks like he's Albanian or some shit. He leans over. He's like, "Yo, what did that nigga say to you?" And I turned and I looked at him and he looked at me. He's like, "Oh shit, my fault, bro." And I looked at him. I was like, "Nah, man, you good?" <laughs> I just kept walking. And then his boy was like, "Yo, what the fuck is wrong with you, bro? Chill. You can't be talking like that." And in my head, I'm laughing, but I'm like, "Bro, honestly." What am I doing? I'm gonna sit here and get mad and, and, and cause a fight and cause an argument what? over that shit for over what? word facts facts like what what the fuck am I gonna do? I mean this it, at that point it just it is what it is. But shout out to Twisted Tees. I never forget that shit either. You can say what you want to <laughs> say, but you gotta pay the cost behind your words sometimes. So if somebody tell you to shut the fuck up, you can tell you to keep talking. You might get your ass whooped. That's on you. That's all you. Oh That's the God. price you pay for the game you play. Shout out to free. Thank you for the. <laughs> thank you for that. And I'm just saying facts. You know that, that's, facts. that. It is what it is, man. It is what it is. If you're going, if you're going, if you're going to write these checks with your words, you better be ready when somebody ready to cash them shits out. I agree. I agree. and that's why but, I said how I feel. God damn it. Try, try Jesus. Don't try me. <laughs> Listen, I'm with you. I'm with you. I'm fucking with you. But the look on like this guy towers over me and he I guess he knew what he said was wrong. Right. He knew what he said was wrong, but he looked at me like, oh, shit. Like he was scared. And I just looked at him. I was like, you good, bro. And I just walked over. I just kept going, minding my business. Like and his mans immediately started to put his foot in his ass. Plus, it was like, you know, it's a fucking it's a it's a special event. Like people in there got to be very careful what you're saying, especially, you know, shit like that. But I'm just like, hey, man, it is what it is. Like it is what it is anywho yeah i'm about to say what you know what what you should have told him was subscribe to the podcast say how you feel man <laughs> go check us out yeah it's okay you said how you felt as a matter of fact speaking on say how you feel got a podcast check us out youtube spotify <laughs> apple Podcasts. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> see the thing floating around the room and shit hey here's my car here's my car hey you like saying shit how you feel knock on the goddamn glass ding 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 hey everybody uh just want to say uh <laughs> you got time say how you feel with the podcast that's all i wanted thanks tip your waiters oh my god y'all like saying nigga hey follow me <laughs> i say nigga all the time <laughs> nah oh okay i'm gonna say this last thing and then we're gonna like we're getting off this i promise all right. okay all right so i'm walking around right and it was weird i'm walking around and um all night dudes was talking to me and i'm like they didn't seem like, you know, they was interested in guys, but like it was these other weird dudes walking up to me and like, yo, where you from? I'm like, oh, I'm from Brooklyn. Like, oh, okay, cool. He's like, yo, um, you Spanish? You Spanish and black? And I was looking like, do I know you? And he was like, no, no, no. I just have this look. I'm like, what look do I have? Like, like you're Spanish, but you're also a brother. You know what I'm saying? And I was like, okay. Fucking a couple hours go by. Another dude walks up to me. We're talking and shit. He goes, yo, you Puerto Rican and black? And I looked at him. I was like, what the fuck is with everybody asking me this? And then he goes, bro, you just look like like a papi chulo, but a nigga. And I was like, bro, what, what the, the fuck? fuck? I swear, bro. That's I supposed swear. to be a compliment? Like, nigga, Bro, you- I, I don't... I, honestly, dude, I just... I was like, okay. And I was like, what the fuck does that even mean, though? Like, where's this coming from? And he was like, bro, you just look like that nigga. Like, that's, that's what you look like. And I was like, okay, man. He's like, yeah, I, I am. You know, I am. And it was, he was like, me too, man. I'm like, he said, he was like Panamanian and some other shit. But I was just like, what the fuck is everybody asking me this shit? So I ended up, these two chicks pulled me aside. It was a couple. 
and they were talking and stuff and this chick was like hey do you want to see something cool and I was like um sure and she starts lifting up her shirt and I was like oh shit and I was like yo I'm like I'm looking at her fiance I'm like oh shit she might show me her titties I was like yo this is crazy but she turns <laughs> she turns and shows me like her tattoo and I was like oh, okay so we started talking she goes um don't take this the wrong way and I was like okay she goes but you just look like you're mixed and I was like mixed how she's like you look like you're Spanish like you're Dominican and you're black and I was just like can I ask you why what gives that impression she goes it's the goatee and I was like bruh what seriously she goes yeah that's what she said bro it's like it's like the goatee you have like that Spanish look and she's like and also look around nobody in here looks like you like nobody in here has that kind of look and I looked around nobody else really had waves nobody had waves everybody had like grown out their hair you know wearing some eccentric shit she's like you just stand you stand out and I was like oh okay very you well should have told her you was fucking from Thailand or some shit just Pakistan <laughs> nah. out of blue mind like what like, I'm Middle Eastern for real <laughs> Middle Eastern I yeah. had my accent very well Shot <laughs> you bro really <laughs> <laughs> Really, do really? Nigga, I say we cancel. <laughs> Nigga, like, how you do an episode on generational differences? Niggas over here make making fun of people. Oh hey, god, man. Man. remember the generation we came up in too. Our pool was one of the I dopest know, characters man. on the Simpsons. Nigga, fuck what y'all talking about. Eat my dick. How Facts. about that? I'm so sick of this Ooh. shit, man. I'm so sick of this. I shit, know, bro. It is what it is. Fuck it. Say how you feel. Anyway. Is the name of the podcast. If you don't like it, unsubscribe. Yeah. <laughs> I hear you. Anywho. We appreciate you guys for coming out and listening to us, man. Thank you guys for supporting us. We're coming up on that one year anniversary. We're going to do something very special for you guys. Coming Super up soon. Special. Coming up soon. Yes. Yes. And we thank you guys for riding with us. We are only going to get better next year. We have some fire coming up, some dope ass interviews lined up. Your boys over here networking. Mo's doing his thing networking. We got some special appearances. And let's not forget our brother Free. Mm. Let's not forget our brother free. So, yeah, we got a lot lined up, man. 2022 is going to be a good year. We're going to end 2021 on a good note. But the biggest thing that we want to say is we thank you guys for sticking around with us. And, you know, just this is just the beginning. We still on the climb, baby. We ain't hit the peak yet. That's right. That's right. So thank you guys for your support. We love you guys. We appreciate you guys. And we will see you guys next week. This was Say How You Feel. I'm Say. I'm Mo. Catch y'all next week. Peace. Peace.